Welcome to the MedMan Podcast, a podcast focused on helping you level up your practice. I'm Jesse Arnoldson. And I'm Jay Holmes. Through interviews with some of the most successful leaders in the industry, we help uncover resources, tools, and ideas to help you level up. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoyed today's program. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the MedMan Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Arnoldson. We're excited to welcome back Shelby Sanderford from DocPace. We're going to be jumping in where we left off in the last episode, which was identified and discussed at length the problem of the waiting room, the problem that medical practices experience in trying to manage an unruly and almost unmanageable schedule of patients. And so this time, we're going to jump into more about DocPace, the company that Shelby is the founder and CEO of. And we're going to try and, and see if we can't tease out solutions for this age-old problem. Welcome back, Shelby. Thank you, Jesse. I'm excited to be back here. Yeah. Well, we're excited to have you. Well, Shelby, tell me just one more time for our listeners. Give me the lowdown of what DocPace is hoping to do. What's What's the reason this company exists? What's its why? Yeah, so if we just want to revisit for a moment what we discussed in the previous episode, what DocPace is doing. So we are focused on realigning the interests of healthcare providers and healthcare consumers uh, in order to enable high volume practices to deliver high volume care. So we have this misalignment between all the players, which makes it very difficult to implement what seems like quite a simple solution Mm -hmm. to patient wait time, but it's actually a very complex one. (laughs) It is. You think going into it, I'm, you know what, I can fix this schedule. I can make it work. And then you jump into it and it's a rabbit hole that you never come back out of. It's way too complex. And so either you go way too complicated or way too simple, but either way, nobody's happy (laughs) in the end. The providers aren't seeing enough or they're always behind and patients either can't get in or when they do, they have to wait a whole bunch. So there's some definite misalignment there and, and something I'm hoping to hear more about how we fix it. Shelby, tell me a little bit more about your approach. You know, what is DocPace doing that's different from what every other manager has tried to do in the past. So what we're doing at DocPace is really taking an analytical approach. And what that means is we're taking a deeper dive into historical appointment data, which enables us to create scheduling that's really based on the needs of patients as individuals Mm -hmm. and ultimately allows us to maximize providers' time utilization and efficiency within the practice. Okay. Tell me a little bit about this analytical approach. I love your guys' story on this and and using artificial intelligence. Tell me a little bit more about what you mean by analytical approach. So our artificial intelligence system is a combination of an automated AI assistant and a virtual waiting room. So together, they work together to maximize patient flow by reducing operational bottlenecks and eliminating patient wait time. So Mm -hmm. what the system does is it takes this very generalized appointment schedule and predicts a more accurate version based on the needs of patients as individuals, meaning that each patient ends up with a unique appointment start time and a unique appointment duration. And what are those based off of? (laughs) So those are based off of 
historical data points. So what we're doing with the machine learning is understanding trends within the practice, whether that's about the provider or the patient or the day of the week or the time of the day um, or the weather. All of these things play a component in how the day will actually pan out. And what ends up happening when you predict all of these events throughout the day and you stack them in a way that is the most efficient way. So just like we were talking about with the, the game of Tetris. Tetris, yeah. Um, great visual. If you can imagine playing a Tetris game and you're nailing it. You haven't had <laughs> any of those pieces cause a gap in the day. <laughs> That's what our goal is with DocPace. We, we basically come in, we play Tetris with the schedule and eliminate all those gaps that could potentially happen throughout the day. Yeah. So that on the provider end, you maximize the number of patients you see. And on the patient end, you wait the least amount of time. So it allows the, the day to flow quite smoothly. I'm imagining you're just hitting like a cheat code or the computer, you know, let the computer play <laughs> And it just automatically puts everything perfect. And you're like, oh, I would have never thought of, you know, put, you know, any of that, <laughs> let alone at the speed you need to. It, it's incredibly interesting because it takes all of these things that we try and think about and we just don't have the brain capacity for it. I can't think about every single patient and how long their average visits have been in the past year in comparison to the clinical staff member that's working with Dr. So-and-so today. You can't do that. But those are all incredibly impactful variables that have to be considered. You just can't do it on your own, right? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, if we if we circle back to what we were talking about before, previously, what we are doing with scheduling today is like, you know, a lot of a lot of practices do an incredibly great job with the resources they do have. But there does hit a point where it's like there's only so much that a human can physically yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> and to be able to predict out all of these durations is just would be quite impossible for, for a human to do alone. <laughs> yes. It's too well, many things to think about. <laughs> it is. It is. It's as if every Tetris block had a different, you know, one was named Fred and was going to go a different speed and yeah. Sally was good. You know, it's just too much. I'm imagining, Shelby, we have a huddle every morning and we look at our schedule. And we call out who is working with who. We call out flow buster patients, basically the ones that like, oh, hey, you know, we've scheduled Ashley so-and-so for a 15-minute appointment and there's no way. She's way more complicated than that. It needs to be more. Like we try and call those out and see where we're going to, you know, where the schedule is going to get blown up. And we also know our throughput times. We know how long it takes to get everybody through. And we have a good idea of individual patients just from our own memory. But all that together, we don't, it doesn't mean just because you see the whole chessboard doesn't mean you're going to make the best decisions. And mm. so at best, we're seeing 50% of the variables and trying to make decisions mm. at human speed. So how would how would it look different? You know, what would our morning huddle look like, Shelby, if Doc Pace were already put in place in our practice? Yeah. So at the start of your day, you would be able to see the day from start to finish predicted out. So, you know, when each patient's appointment is expected to start and what that allows you to do is ahead of time, see, you know, where things might get backed up, where gaps might open up and kind of prepare for that. 
and make adjustments earlier on rather than in the moment when it's happening. Um, in addition sense. to that, you know, it helps out on the, the staff's end as well, especially the front office, who a lot of times is, is dealing with this problem and that, you know, it's, it's an automated system. So it can help alleviate some of the, the tasks and responsibilities there um, so that we can focus their attention back on um, some of the primary responsibilities. I feel like this would be extremely helpful in two ways. There are days where we we have a, a flow buster and we just get so far behind that it, all of a sudden we tick off 10 patients in a row because all of them have been late, you know, just because one was behind. And on the flip side, there are times where we're so busy, but we want to see our own patients. We don't want them to go to a different urgent care. We want to maintain our care of that patient as their primary care provider. And it's really hard to look at the day and say, you know what? I can totally see where a gap is going to open up and I know we can fit them in here. We don't make great decisions on double booking and it hurts us even more. So even if we do have room, we screw it up and we push back to <laughs> getting behind and all of that. So I, I see this as an opportunity to appropriately add patients to the schedule and maybe do financially better than if we were trying to do it on our own. It's not just about staying on time. It's hopefully about adding, adding two. Is that correct? Yeah, exactly. So it helps you, one, it helps you sort out those double and triple bookings. And what I mean by that is they don't all, you want them to happen in a staggered manner. Right. And you want to and you want to know which ones are a higher chance of not showing up ahead of time. So it helps with that. Right. And the other thing is that if you do sequence all these events out, then what ends up happening is, you know, all those random two and three minutes that you had throughout the day that were just open end up all chunked together. And so that becomes time that you can then fill, like whether that. it's heading out of the office early or taking on a new patient, you get to gain some of that time back, uh, which is also very helpful. It is. Either, you know, if you can give a doctor 20 minutes of their life back in a day for them to go home early or get, you know, not have to stay there all night to chart or, or even on the flip side, giving them just one, one or two more patients in a schedule without having to stay later. That that's huge. That definitely speaks to, aligning patients' needs of getting in and not waiting forever with the physician's needs of a good life balance and financial viability, right? Exactly. Shelby, tell me, as you're looking out, uh, you know, it's your job as CEO to look into the your crystal ball into the future and kind of do your own prediction of, of what's coming around the corner. What is What are you and DocPace looking at as the next problem to solve or the next thing that we need to be paying attention to? I love that question. And, and that's definitely part of my personal mission, which is to help eliminate the excuse that it's inconvenient to go to the doctor. Yeah. And what I mean by that is really helping streamline the process from the time the patient has to schedule the appointment, the day of the appointment, when they have to you know, leave the office and go to the appointment. And you know, what are all the things that we can be doing to help make that process as smooth and efficient as possible. And that's part of what we're doing with our virtual waiting room, which we haven't dived too deep into that. But on the on the patient end, they receive a, a text alert two hours prior to their appointment, gives them an update on when the appointment's expected to start. 
and a link to go into a virtual waiting room where now they have access to this real-time appointment tracker, tells them when they need to arrive to the office, and there's opportunity for us to add additional features to this virtual waiting room space that can further improve the experience for the patient. Also, always thinking about how we can help improve the, the efficiency and the process on the provider side. So are there any other steps of the process that we can take care of before the patient even walks into the exam room? And what are those steps? And how can they just further help improve the overall experience? So keep an eye out because that's what we'll, we'll definitely be building on our virtual waiting room experience. I love it. That is so cool. I just, especially in, in COVID times, right? And being able to have a virtual waiting room and not being, not having a buildup of patients in your waiting room that is a huge concern of ours, not just for like safety sake, but their comfort as well. You know, they're, they're thinking about the same thing as we are, you know, we don't want too many people here. So all of these concepts, I can, I can completely see how they hit all the right markers. They improve the patient experience. They remove that excuse of, you know, it takes too long to go to the doctors. I don't want to go because Dr. Jesse is always (laughs) an hour behind and they help physicians and other providers live a more balanced, calmer life. That's not always behind, right? Adds so much stress to not just the provider, but everybody uh, in the office, all of their lives. So Shelby, thank you so much for joining us. And thank you for what you're doing at DocPace. I'm excited to see what you guys accomplish in your mission to realigning those priorities amongst all the, all the different people involved. Thank you. We're excited too. Thank you so much for having me here and diving into conversation about this. Of course, I'm of obviously course. <laughs> very passionate about it and love to chat about it. Fantastic. Thank you. And for all of our MedMen listeners, make sure before you leave to hit subscribe so you can stay up to date with all of the upcoming episodes from the MedMan podcast. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning into the MedMan podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's featured guest. For the show notes, transcripts, resources, and everything else MedMan does to help you level up, be sure to visit us at MedMan.com.